get on your mark. turtles in your face. I'm Kevin Leeson. My sixth grade biology teacher taught us a thing or two about turtles. I'm Mr. Dr. Greg Bull. How much do I have to shell out for turtle insurance? I'm Torn Atkinson. We were going to do a hairs episode, but for some reason this one finished first. I'm Joe Fulgham, and this is Caustic Soda. origin of turtle comes from the mid-16th century. It's apparently an alteration of the French tortue. Tortue. Ooh, and that is more than Which one tort. is for tortoise. Tortoise is uh, a variant of the earlier tortues, tortoes, and tortuse, which is from the medieval Latin tortuga. And in Spanish, the word tortuga. Tortuga. In Spanish, the word tortuga is used for turtles, tortoises, and terrapins. Uh-huh. Terrapins. <laughs> Probably comes from Tartarus. Oh, yeah. yeah you know that, that evil uh, place? Well, uh, uh, Turtles are Tartarus, evil. Tartarus wasn't evil. It was just the underworld. Yeah. Right. Dark. Mm-hmm. Like the underside of a turtle. Right. Dark, dark like, oh, uh, maybe so that's what's happening under those shells. Maybe that's what they're hiding. Burning people. The fear of turtles is kilonophobia. Kilon? Key lime pieophobia? Yeah. Turtles are reptiles of the order Colonia from the Greek oh. kiloni for tortoise mm-hmm. or testudines from the Latin testa meaning tile or shell. There's okay. some uh, disagreement on this. Colonia, coloniae, testudines, testudinata, uh, depends on which taxonomist you ask. Mm-hmm. They're just making stuff up. That's what all we are. That's mm-hmm. that's what we do whenever that's we make we words. Do. That's what words are. We just make words up and go, when I say this, this is what I mean, okay? Yeah. But all they right. can't even agree, right? Yeah, they're, I know. They're all over the place. Yeah. yeah. If they say Colonia or Testudines, I get it. I get it. I totally. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Whatever. Choose Tur- what you want, scientists. What, what'd you say, Joe? Tur- I'm good. Turtley? Turtley? Turtley is good. Yeah. Turtley awesome. <laughs> Turtley awesome. <laughs> they first evolved in the Mesozoic era during the late Triassic and early Jurassic, 220 to 200, that's m- that's million? Millions of years ago. 220 sure. million years ago. Oh, so they've been around a while. Like, so what, what, I know sharks have been around for like 400 million years. Mm-hmm. You know that? Turtles have been around for... <laughs> you seem surprised. We had a Sharks episode. It was episode number one. Uh, I guess you remember that. Uh, I remember some things. Uh, so Turtles 220, like there must be uh, not many things that still exist on the earth today that like date from that far back, right? Reptiles are pretty old as far as vertebrates go. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. The most- they were swimming alongside the, the dinosaurs. The most notable turtles of the Cretaceous period were a pair of marine giants, Archelon and Protostega, mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. both measuring about 10 feet long from Whoa. head to tail and weighing about two tons. Call back to our well, megafauna episode. That's Jesus. a big turtle. They're like the size of VW buses. Honk, honk. So we've got Mr. Dr. Greg on as our guest. Hey. Welcome, hey. Mr. Dr. Greg. It's good to be back. Episode number five. Episode five for Mr. Dr. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to be back. So now, uh, why are you particularly suited to be our guest for a Turtles episode? It's because of his uh, scaly back. Yeah. Yeah. Your heart, your heart outer shell. Sometimes I retreat into my shell. (laughs) Um, I have a PhD. The Mr. Doctor comes Uh from the PhD in Uh ecology and evolution, and I love animals, zoology, evolution of animals, 
do all you, that good stuff. Do you love animals or do you love animals? Humans well, are animals. Some, there's some pretty cute uh-huh. turtles out there, I have to say. <laughs> oh, but yeah, oh. I was stick... expecting to get a uh, such a primed reaction. <laughs> usually stick to mammals. Okay, all right. Now, cats say meow. Okay. Cow says moo. Uh-huh. What does turtle say? Tur. Tur? Tur. 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 I think actually there's a YouTube video of a turtle making a sound. Oh, they I make some really weird sounds. They, like they, they sometimes bark like dogs. They groan. They hiss. They uh, have a whole range of different vocalizations. I, I know some of them snap. This might be the one. This is the one. Turtles making love. So the sound they make banging. initially is banging shells together. Banging shells. There we go. That's disturbing. <laughs> that is the same sound Kevin makes when he's having sex. Not entirely dissimilar. Now, mm-hmm. Mr. Dr. Greg, I understand you have uh, a pretty interesting quiz on turtles for us that we're going to get to before we start talking about the facts. All of you have always impressed me in, uh-huh. your, in your knowledge with my quizzes. Okay. Uh, I've always brought some interesting science quizzes, and you're always up to the task, so I decided to go for a more advanced kind of quiz. Okay. Today. Advanced. All right. oh. Yeah, a little more advanced. So this is the way it's going to work. It's, it's sort of Jeopardy style. Okay. There are three categories. And then there are five questions per category. Okay. And the questions are in difficulty, from one being the easiest to five being the most difficult for okay. each category. Okay. Right? So you need to choose your category. Then you need to choose your point value. Okay. And if you get the question right, you get that many points. If you get it wrong, you get nothing. All right. That's okay. How it's so work. Uh, caustic soda D. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I like it. All right, I'm so what are the categories? Here, here are three categories. The first is the leatherback sea turtle. Okay. Second, Dermocles uh, coriacea. Oh, uh, what is that? That's the the scientific name for a leatherback sea turtle. Okay. Oh, I, oh, so that's oh, not the second that was category. Was the second. Oh, uh, we've not... already failed. <laughs> All right. So that's the first category. Those two things. Yes. All right. Second category. Second category is uh, well. Here, I'll, I'll give you the scientific name. See if you can guess the turtle well, well, for no points, just for fun. Mm-hmm. What? Bullshit. <laughs> Macrochelys tamikii. Macrochelys tamikii. That is a very large bunch of Kellys. A turtle that looks like Kelly, my friend Kelly. And he's biting is a biting sound coming from no, Mr. Dr. Craig right now. It's a snapping it, turtle. Oh, there we go. No, it's no, an that's, alligator snapping I, I, turtle. I, no, I know what it is. It's that uh, that girl that got nominated for the Oscar the other year. Wh- wh- which Kelly? one? Yeah, to make eyes. What? That was her name. All right, then. Num- category number three is Kellis Fimbriata. Fimbriata. No, you're not going to know this one. Fimbriata. Oh, it's the scientific name for the fembot from the first fembotriata. Very, very close. I'm just going to randomly guess the red-eared slider. It's the mata-mata. Damn it. Mm. <laughs> so obscure, close. I picked an obscure turtle. And I'll give you a hint. Mata-mata is a little trickier than the other two categories. How do you even so, spell mata-mata? M-A-T-A. Oh. Mm. And then the second one, are you ready for it? M- M-A-T-A. Oh, okay. O-M-A-T-A. Right. And I'll give you a little hint about the, about the Mata Mata. It's probably Australian. Um, some people think that its name means kill, kill. Okay. Mm. I All don't right. know if this is actually true, but I, right. I really want it to be true. Mata-mata. Okay, so our three categories are snapping turtle, 
Mata Mata. And Leatherback Sea Turtle. And Leatherback Sea Turtle. You can okay. pick in, in any order, any category, right. any any number from one through five. Who gets to go first? We're going to rock, scissors, paper for it? We can't do three people rock, paper, scissors, paper. Oh, just you can try. It. Let's just do it and you see what try. happens. One, one two, two, three. three. Ah! You can. <laughs> Kevin goes first. Yeah. Two papers and a scissors, so uh, oh, I get to go papers. first. What happened if I chose rock? <sighs> then then we just all yeah. fight. Yeah, then, then it becomes uh, a... a, a you bash then it becomes other. a spit fight. So, all right, I'll, I'm going to go category, with I'm going to go with the snapping turtle for uh for th- two. All right, snapping turtle these, for these two. These are all one 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 through, one five. through five. Okay. Yeah. So, you, if you get this correct, you earn two points. Yes, I understand. All right, the alligator snapping turtle. How does it get its food? Uh, Can I steal? I want to steal. No, no, no can't stealing. steal. How do you get the food? Uh, it, uh, if he's it, wrong, we'll, we'll, we'll throw out the Torin it, for uh, no points. It, it grabs its food off the shore. It like pops up out of the water and, and grabs it off the shore. What would you call that popping up motion? <laughs> Lunging. <laughs> Lunges. What difficulty Snap. is this? What? This is number two. two. Okay. It's supposed, supposed to be an easy one. I, I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to him. What? Uh, what? They're, they're ambush predators. So, so yeah. lying in wait and grabbing things is, is how they get their food. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was right. I think that was I'm right gonna, on. I'm going to give you the two points there. I, I, I would think so. They lie motionless in the water with their mouth wide open. Yeah. And then anytime something swims along, a fish, a snake, uh, some kind of sel- shellfish, even other turtles, sometimes small mammals or even small alligators. Or yeah. human feet. And they will ambush them. Yeah. 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 yeah that's what I meant. All right. Mm-hmm. Since it's an easy one, we'll give it to you. But we're going to have to go for a little so, more specificity but, uh, next who's, time. Uh, somebody's next. Who's next? Torin. Oh, uh, I'll take snapping turtles for three. Snap- oh, everybody's skipping the one. We're going to come back for that one. Mm-hmm. Snapping turtles for three. Uh, so we're getting a little harder up to the, up to the intermediate we under- level. We understand the premise. You don't have to repeat it every time. <laughs> Why do we have a vermiform tongue? Why do snapping turtles... Oh, it's to lure. That's what I thought the answer number two was. Because it's got a little lure that looks like a worm on the tongue, and fish will come and investigate the lure, and then it will snap. Excellent, Torin. Uh-huh. Uh, vermiform means worm-like, and part of their tongue actually looks like a little little red worm, and yeah, they I've wiggle it. I've seen video of that. And they try and lure prey in to ambush them. All right, Joe, you're up. Hmm. I'm gonna go uh, leatherback sea turtle for three. Leatherback sea turtle for three. All right. What do they eat? Oh, man. I've got a list of four things they eat. You have to name Can at I least steal? two of them. Can I steal? I want to steal. You cannot steal. God damn it. It's no stealing. Uh, kelp. Have you never watched Jeopardy? There's no stealing in Jeopardy. Kelp is one. What yeah. is your other answer? No, uh, kelp is, is your first answer. Kelp was, what my, is, kelp was my first answer. <laughs> what is your second answer? Uh, oh, what else? So they eat, so they eat kelp and um, uh, small fish. Both are incorrect. Oh. Uh, uh, what, how come leatherback sea turtles sometimes choke to death? Oh, yeah. For, for no points. Yeah, Torrin's, Torrin's answering it. Because they eat plastic bags, because they oh, think they're jellyfish. because they think they're jellyfish. Oh, yeah, they think yeah. they're jellyfish. They have like a little pointy bits in their throat uh-huh. so that they eat soft things, and the soft things can't get back can't out. Escape, yeah. And they head towards their bellies. So they like, eat things like jellyfish. Like a sarlacc pit. Sa- oh, cephalopods. Wow. Tunicates, sea squirts. Tunicates. Mm. Oh, I see. What's a tunicate? Squid. It's, it's, I see it's a very squirted. small toucan. I, uh, An underwater boneless toucan. I, I see squirted in the shower the other day. They're yeah, marine absolutely. invertebrates is the closest we're going to okay. get right now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Mata Mata for one. Mata Mata? Oh, we're going to Mata Mata. Mm-hmm. 
where does it live? Australia. Australia is incorrect. Oh, boo. It's a they good guess, though. a freshwater tropical turtle from South America. Okay. Primarily in the Amazon and Orinoco basins. Mm. I will take snapping turtle for five. Ooh, he's going for the hardest one. Okay. Mm. So um, all of the fives are uh, a number that you need to supply, and I'll give you the, oh, the range. Oh, I wish I'd known this before. You right. have to get <laughs> the, the daring <laughs> one. But you have a range, so it's okay. It doesn't okay. have to be exact. Somewhere between zero so, and a million billion. You have to be within within 10 pounds. 10 pounds? To get this mm. correct. Uh-huh. What was the or, heaviest oh, verified shit. specimen of the alligator snapping turtle? Uh, it equaled in weight to uh, the United Kingdom's currency, evidently. So you get to how, what kind of stack of money this uh, weighs the same Within as. Within 10 pounds, the, cost, 10 pounds. the cost of the alligator yeah. snapping turtle. Mm-hmm. Is that what yeah, you're going for right. there? Mm-hmm. Well, the human head is worth about $8. It's going to be over a hundred. It's going to be over a hundred. It's going to be a hundred and fifteen. It is quite a bit heavier than that. Two hundred and forty-nine pounds. See, I was thinking wow. that. I was thinking like like heavier than me. Mm-hmm. It's the heaviest. I, no, that's crazy talk. I'm just that. Oh. That's a big. Big turtle. Uh, yeah. How many pounds? 249 was weighed at the Shedd pounds. Aquarium wow. in Chicago. And it was a 16-year-old alligator snapping turtle. All right, Joe, you're up. I lost. Uh, let's go leatherback for four, because i got to get some points here. This is an interesting one. Why do leatherback sea turtles, the females, lay small, yolkless eggs alongside their viable eggs? Uh, to give predators something to eat so they won't kill the babies that they want? Really, really good answer. Um, but but I'm guessing wrong. You might not be. You might not be wrong. But that's not the answer that I've got down here. Okay. Right. The leading hypothesis is that they act as spacers to allow air to circulate through the oh, mass. Okay. All right. There you go. Good times. Good, good guess, time. though. Very good guess. All right. I'm gonna. How many are left in the in the snapping turtle one? We can do one or four. Uh, let's go with one. I need some cheap easy points. How did it get its name? Because uh, it snaps with its teeth and makes a noise, like not with its teeth, it's uh, with its beak. It like uh, snaps things. It's that's like, ha- that's, ha- that's half the name. Yeah. Oh, the alligator snapping turtle. That's ha- your half. Oh, is correct. Uh, because it it snaps at alligators. I know the answer to this. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Yeah. You actually said it in one of the other answers. You said it'll like attack alligators as they go by. That is not why it is called an alligator snapping turtle. It's true, but it's not why. Oh, yeah. It's because it's, it has the back, the, the shell looks similar to an alligator's The ridges, scales. the yeah. ridges on the back. All right. Mm. Yep. Yeah. God, Kevin. Cool. God. Well, obviously, number one wasn't easier than number two, so he's ordered them incorrectly, because I got number two <laughs> right, I got number one wrong. Obvi- obviously. Yeah. Give me two for Mata Mata. How does it feed? How does the Mata Mata feed? It's a freshwater tropical turtle. We, we figured out it water. comes from the Amazon. Oh, God. Oh, God. Did we establish what it ate? Was that question number no. one? No, question no, number was one where... was where it was from. How does it feed? 7-Eleven. Uh, Just goes to the store. Yeah. Can I get a uh, burrito? Beef and bean? No, Mata Mata. It has wealthy patrons that buy it food. Uh, when it dances the dance of the seven veils and then gets arrested for treason. What if I said it was a scavenger? What if you said that, or are you saying that? I'm saying that. Okay. Well, I would I would ask you to be a little more specific and oh, how God. does it scavenge? Oh, if if that was in fact the correct answer, I'm not asking what it eats. I'm asking how it how eats. It eats. It, oh, it burrows its head. It burrows its head like a vulture, 
inside the carcasses of the dead animals. Uh, Fish. I love your answer. It's not correct, but I love it. Uh, They're suction feeders. They suck. Like, totally. Like like you guys are, are doing on this They quiz. totally suck. Yeah. What does that mean to be a suction feeder? Oh, yeah. What, is, what are they sucking? So, they're like vampire bats? What are they sucking? Yeah. So they, we they talked let... about this in the whale episode, if you remember, a, a year ago. Obviously oh. not. <laughs> We've done <laughs> so open, many shows. Yeah. <laughs> they open their mouths very wide as possible, creating a low-pressure vacuum oh, okay. that sucks the prey oh, into their amazing. mouth. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. Oh, so like fish are swinging by. like a vacuum. It's like a vacuum. Get, whoa, yep. Just get sucked inside. <laughs> Okay. I told you this was going to be a tough one. Ah, right. oh, man, brutal. Uh, number five for uh, leatherback. Let's do it. I got I got no points. You're uh, sticking with the leatherback too. I, You're not I, switching I'm, up turtles even. I, they're taking the snapping, so I don't know anything about the matamata. How heavy was the largest uh, verified specimen of leatherback sea turtle? I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. They're the one of the heaviest reptiles on the planet, and yeah. they're they're the heaviest turtle. And you have to be within a hundred, one hundred pounds. Uh, right, to be within ten pounds, and he gets to be within a hundred because this uh, is bigger. This is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Were you within a hundred, Torin? No, he was not. He was not within 100. No. Immaterial. Uh, Immaterial. (laughs) If I'd known I could be within 100, Uh, I would have guessed differently. Uh, Let's go 1,100 pounds. Ooh. Ooh, very close. Too high. Too low. What? Wow. 1,430 pounds. Wow. Torn, you are... You you make turtles much skinnier than they actually are. What do we got left in the snapping turtle? Four, right? Yep. All right, give me the snapping turtle for four. Snapping turtle for four. Yep. Why do snapping turtles, alligator snapping turtles, have mm-hmm. radiating yellow patterns around their eyes, mm-hmm. surrounded by a star-shaped arrangement of fleshy, filamentous eyelashes? Oh, as a lure. It's like lure and prey. It's like they, they bat their star-like eyelashes, and everybody's like, ooh. <laughs> they get all enamored and swim on over and get snapped up. I don't believe that is the reason no. why. It, they might use it as a secondary method to try and lure in by uh-huh. batting their eyes. But yeah. no, no, it's believed it's uh, for camouflage. It mm-hmm. breaks up the pattern of their okay. eyes. They, right. they don't look like They're a turtle waiting, waiting to, to eat yeah, you. You're nodding, your scary. Head, you're nodding your head like you had any idea of that. Was <laughs> Joe's like, sure, yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. camouflage. All right, we're done with alligator snapping turtles. Thank God. I will take leatherback sea turtle for the highest one that was available. Two points. So we mentioned before that leatherback sea turtles are heavy. Uh-huh. They are, in fact, the fourth heaviest modern reptile. What's the first heaviest? Oh, What's who the else first is... heaviest modern reptile? This is not a turtle question. Uh, no. Who else is a modern reptile? <laughs> David Bowie? David Bowie, is he a modern reptile? Modern... He's pretty thin, though. Yeah. He's not 1,400 pounds. No, he's not 1,400 pounds, but Mick he is Jagger? a modern reptile, yeah. A heavier, rep- a heavier, mm-hmm. a heavier reptile. The heaviest. The, right, but heavier than the sea turtle, mm-hmm. which is quite big. A, 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 a 14, whatever, 100 million pounds. 1,400 million pounds? Uh, uh, that would be the Diplodocus. Modern. Oh, modern reptile. modern reptile. I'm guessing it's a salamander. No, it's not a salamander. That's an amphibian. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, reptiles are lizards, tortoises, tuataras. You're missing one. Oh, it's going to be the uh, Nile crocodile. That's what I would have guessed, too. That's what I guess. I'm going I'm to give it to you. Yay! Oh. Is the saltwater crocodile. Same thing. Joe? Joe! Uh, give me the five from the Matamata, because fuck, I might as well go zero for zero, zero for okay. however many. Well, even with, a, even with a blind guess, you have a yeah. shot at this one. Yeah, I know. 
What year was it first described? Oh, and I'm going to give you plus or minus. I'll be generous. One. Plus or minus fifty years. Oh, boo! Really? Wow. It was described by the French naturalist Pierre Barre. Oh, well, that's a pretty big clue. I mean, uh, we're all very familiar with Barre's life and career, so all we need to do is know when he lived or died, and then we'd know the answer. Oh, giving away the- But did he discover it as a child prodigy? Or, or on his deathbed. Or as, a, as an old, old <laughs> I man. Gotta get within 50 years. As yeah, the summation I, of his life's work. Did he live to 50 or was he eaten by a Mata Mata? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1965. That's a terrible answer. I would have gone like. Well, because honestly, I thought, what if this was discovered like 10 years ago? Oh. 1741 yeah. was the year that Mata Matas were first described. How, how would I know 1691 to 1791? It's it's in, it's in a river that we are constantly discovering new things mm. about. Yeah. It sucks things into its mouth. It's a I don't big. Know. It's a big turtle. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fine. Uh, number one leatherback. How did it get its name? Uh, its shell is leathery. Can can you be a little more specific? It looks like it has leather on it. Why? Because it's leathery. <laughs> Has a leather what's, finish, like the inside of my car. What is its leather finish made of? Leather. On its back. <laughs> it's, not, it's not, in fact, made of leather. A leather-like substance. Which would be called what? Leather. <laughs> okay, he doesn't know. <laughs> All right, we're going to go with no. Uh, it doesn't actually have a shell, which is why I was pausing uh, to begin with. It, it, it lacks a bony shell. Instead, its, its back is covered with leathery, thick skin. Mm, skin was the answer. Yeah, we were looking for skin there. Very similar to leather. Uh, Leather's mm. basically a skin. Yeah, I was about to say, leather's just cured skin. But you got to treat it, yeah. You, you got to right. point out it doesn't have a shell. Yeah. All right. Tarn. And, and it this, lives in the not, sea. Not to be confused with Tarn. the shellback turtle. <laughs> mata mata, three or four? Three. Three. How can you identify a male mata mata? Ooh. Penis. Penis. Well, if it's the same as the Galapagos tortoise it's the convexness or the concaveness of the underside uh-huh. of the tortoise so sure let's say that for three points well done shell shape uh that's one way you can tell the uh-huh. concave plastron is the name of the plastron. under the under part of the shell plastron <laughs> and- <laughs> plastron plastron the, the plastron and why would they have? A, why would they need a concave plastron? Well, you got it. One's got to go on top of the other. <laughs> stacking turtles. That's mm-hmm. how you stack stacking turtles. turtles. They also have longer, thicker tails than the females. These mata I bet you can also identify them by grabbing their junk. Mm. <laughs> well, we'll come back to turtle junk. That's how I identify humans. We will be talking about turtle junk. So, Joe, you get the last question. All right, give me that last question. Your last question is: Where are the musk ducts? Hmm. And this isn't the mata mata. A mata mata musk duct. It's on a shelf at home. So it, musk, why does a turtle have a musk duct, and where would it be? Uh, It could be anywhere. It could be. Well, in Africa, they got musk oxes, and in South America, they evidently have musk ducks. It's probably on the outside of the turtle. Yeah, it's not going to be on its shell. Well, my guess, it's not the shell. Well, no, I mean, we're talking about its pet duck, right? The thing that it keeps along. It's in its cage. It's musk duck. Howard the duck? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to say it's on its butt or like around that general area. Mm-hmm. Or that answer 
is incorrect. Uh. I'm sorry. It's actually the region of the shell that connects the sides. It's known as the bridge. Right, so the okay. side, oh, okay. the side of the turtle, okay. is where you find the musk duck. So let's add so up the points here. So not much of a surprise. Torin finished in first place. <laughs> Six, seven, eight points for our number one. Torin, two Ooh. points for Kevin. Joe, I stumped you. Whiffed it. <laughs> I have a prize for you. Oh, oh. I get a, do I get a turtle? No. I have a prize. Turtles, turtles. Your prize is turtle eggs. Oh, thanks. Oh, candy turtle gonna, eggs. Gonna Chuck, eat these on, on air. Yeah, I like second, second place turtle eggs. Thank you. you know, Thank you. I listen. Eggs. No, Cadbury chocolate eggs are like a punishment to me. Mm. Like, hey, you know what this shitty cheap chocolate needs? Some really crappy hard shelled sugar on top of it. Mm. Ah, that would make it so much better. Why do you hate turtle eggs so much? Because mm. turtles come out of them, and a turtle mm. once beat me up in high school. Mm. Delicious yeah. turtle eggs. So we got some other uh, weird things about turtles here. Uh, neck folding, Mr. Dr. Greg. Oh, that's when they get really fat. Turtles fold their necks in two ways. Yeah. Yeah. There's two different kinds of, of neck folding turtles. There's the ones that fold their necks uh, basically under their spine. They kind of pull their heads back. Their spine is along the inside of the top of the shell. The carapace mm. is the upper part, the shell that we call. Yeah. Uh, the other ones fold their necks to the side. Side-necked turtles. Okay. Wow. Now, uh, uh, what's the uh, reason for that? Like, what's the difference? Like, why would one turtle choose to do it one way and one turtle choose to do it the other way? The reason is evolution. Oh, I know. The reason for everything is evolution. So they're not I mean, choosing. Like, they're not choosing. This is just the, the way their bones evolved. So right, right. But, like, usually evolution is caused by some sort of environmental or, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, adaptation to, like, survive some sort of you know, predator or whatever. Or so. randomness, right? It's a tinker. A it's, tinkerer. It's, it's just tinkering. A, yeah. So there's no compelling reason. To get your head into your it's, shell. It's just it's just the way that their shells are shaped right. and the bodies that are shaped and some of them go that I'm way. I'm saying, if I put yeah. my head in my shell, I'd have a reason. That's because you're a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, cloaca. In zoological anatomy, a cloaca is the posterior opening that serves as the only opening for the intestinal, reproductive, and urinary tract. So turtles have cloacas. All goes to the same place. As do all right. reptiles and birds. Yeah, it's a one-stop shop for, like, uh, and peeing amphibians. and pooping and humping. That's right. And amphibians. And when they want to get it on, they're bumping cloacas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Turtle, te- mm-hmm. turtle sex down, is dirty down, sex. Down, 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 down. While we're on the subject of turtle sex, what do you think about turtle penises? I think they're turtle-shaped. I don't. Oh, really? Like they have a shell on them and everything? I think it's like a little, a little turtle underneath the turtle. Oh, so they, they have like uh, yeah. the flippers and yes. whatnot? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the sounds of this. Would you think they're, they're large or small? Oh, they got to be large because yeah. they got to go a long way to get to that <laughs> cloaca. Go. Yeah. yeah. They do have to go a long, they gotta long way. They got a circuitous route. Ooh, do you think uh, turtle sperm looks like little turtles as well? Like they don't have the yeah, little, little much. tail. Little tiny they sperm got, like, with little, little tiny shells. No, they got like four flippers with the shells on them. I'm like imagining that. the little Mario Brothers shells that you, you jump on oh, and they yeah. go oh, shooting yeah. out. <laughs> That's right. Just uh, crashing into that egg. So, so turtles are very well endowed, mm-hmm. many species. Um, their, their phallus is tucked away inside that cloaca, and mm-hmm. in fact, it, uh, it doubles up inside to be able to fit it all in there. Right. Yeah, when a turtle's scared, it, its head goes into its body, and its penis goes into its body. <laughs> all right. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say... Opposite direction. I thought you going to say its head goes in, so its penis like pops out the other side. There's <laughs> only so much room. There's not enough room for both its penis and Here its head. Here we have some pictures. Yeah, it looks like a mace. It's a, it's a, it's a big, it's a big jobby there. Big club. 
Um, yeah, and so like, when they when they expand it, it, it can increase uh, 50% in length and mm-hmm. 75% in width. Right. So Good. it's it's like it's like half the length of their entire body. Yeah, pretty much. To be able to to reach the the female that they're climbing on top of when they both have shells. Oh, and of course, there's the inevitable TMNT porn where they all have big dongs. So I found a uh, a, a neat quote online that said. Uh, this, this blogger said, I couldn't help but imagine some turtles might be in the habit of intimidating enemies with their erect 20-centimeter-long black spike-tipped phalluses. <laughs> well, that person has some issues. <laughs> that, person, that person's imagination is more like a nightmare scape, I think. They are imagining spike-tipped penises way too much. I don't think they're imagining. They're just, like, looking at them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'd be intimidating. That's I, intimidating. I, I, would be, I would be intimidated. Put some eyes on there. Like the hawk moth. <laughs> The <laughs> the turtle shell, which evolved from ribs and vertebrae that flattened out and fused together, does more than keep the turtle safe from bites. When a turtle hibernates, it buries itself in cold water for up to five months. Right. Oh, wow. To survive, it has to change a lot of the things about the way its body works. Some processes, such as fat burning, go anaerobic or without oxygen in a hibernating turtle. Mm-hmm. Anaerobic processes result in the buildup of lactic acid, and anyone who has seen aliens knows that too much acid isn't good for your body. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it dissolves all the way through it yeah. and several decks of the ship. Uh. The turtle's shell cannot only store some lactic acid, but release bicarbonates, that's basic baking soda, to the acid's vinegar into the turtle's body. So right. it's not just armor plating, it's also a chemistry set. So the turtle So the shell releases antacid basically. So what is so the shell isn't just like this bony thing. It's got like sacks of stuff in it or it's got like you know like fleshy parts like No, no, it's all... the it's the bone. So it's right. bo- it's the ribs and the and the vertebrae that have just sort of expanded. And the, but then it has the their bones leak. The calcium, the bicarbonate that can release into the oh, okay. into the blood. So when I have uh, you know acid reflux, how come my bones just don't leak antacid into my stomach? Wouldn't Evolution. that be nice if it if it would? It would be nice. Like let's get on that. You got to work on that. You got to you got to just sort of will it. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna evolve right now. I'm evolving so hard right now. Try breaking a few of your ribs next time. Evolve. Well, here's the great thing about evolving. With evolving, what you do is you try to overcome something, and if you don't, you die. Mm-hmm. And if you do, then you get to live and have babies and make more, and then get slowly better. Right. So you can try to evolve and then die when you fail. That would be fine. I'm gonna evolve through the power, sheer power of personal will. Tony Robbins has taught me so. Right. It's not even the trying. It's Good just idea. some things have it, some don't. Mm. Random. Oh, so I got mm. it. It's random. And mm. then out of that randomness comes this order through natural selection. Mm. Turtles are also well known for osteophagy, or is it osteophagy? I would say osteophagy. Yeah, okay. okay. Osteophagy. Do you guys know what that is? Osteophagy. When you eat bone. Can, yeah, bone eating. Bone oh, eating. Yeah. Uh, it's been recorded in several species and is observed easily enough in species kept in captivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, bone is a valuable calcium source. They'll not only eat small bones and nibble on large ones, but will also eat bone fragments out of dried scat belonging to big cats and other carnivorans. Mm. All right, okay. Yeah. Furthermore, tortoises are sometimes so keen to ingest calcium that they'll swallow stones and even take mouthfuls of calcium-rich soil. So there are mm. mining turtles. There are turtles that will, right. will dig to a certain kind of soil to eat that soil because it's got the best calcium richness in it. Yeah, yeah. They've got a the uh, desert tortoises have this mining behavior uh, that was described by Marlow and Tolstrup in 1982. Uh, some desert tortoise populations deliberately mine and eat specific layers of soil at key locations that they visit at regular intervals. Mm-hmm. Their activities mean that these locations are maintained for years as special mines. Right. So they've right. got these little spots that they go to to get the specific types of right. Now, eating cat soil scat eat. in order to get the bones of those victims, 
uh, or prey or whatever you want to call them. These, uh, presumably would be cats that have eaten mice. Yeah, or, or not, something not, like... as opposed to just cat food, which yeah, has no, no bones. That's, yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I assume that as well. But it brings a whole other meaning to the term shit-eating grin. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Turtles got it. That would uh... When they get bones in that scat, they happy. I would have to say, Kevin, today you're looking quite testudinal. Oh, mm, I've, I've busted somebody the chops for less. That means pertaining to a turtle or a turtle shell. Oh, testudinal. Uh, testudinal. Nature also has a juvenile sense of humor. Uh, that, at first, seems like the only explanation for why certain turtles, among them the Australian Fitzroy River turtle and the North American Eastern Painted turtle, breathe through their butts. Oh, Okay. Some species have large cloacal cavities that are lined with many finger-like projections. These oh. projections, called papillae, have a rich papillae. blood supply mm-hmm. and increase the surface area of the cloaca. The turtle can take up dissolved oxygen from the water using these papillae in oh. much the same way that fish use gills to respire. That's okay. interesting. They've already got the fingers in their butts. Yeah. They're already there. <laughs> They're so advanced, these oh, turtles. I'll tell you. So advanced. Yeah. Other than their hard shells, turtles possess few natural defenses. Since tiger sharks can easily make their way through that barrier with their powerful teeth, oh. prey animals like sea turtles have developed clever behavioral defenses to ward off sharks. Right. And I've got a video here. Okay. Uh, when a hungry tiger shark approaches, a sea turtle will often turn to present the full width of its shell to the predator. By rolling sideways, it not only uses the shell as a literal shield against the shark, right. but also creates a situation in which the predator's teeth are ineffective as the shark's mouth cannot open wide enough to bite the turtle. Oh, okay. And you can actually see this uh, in action. I've got it right, right at the spot where this... Uh, basically, the turtle is spinning a tighter circle than the shark can, so the shark is constantly swimming to try and get it and can't because the turtle can corner faster. And anytime the shark does manage to catch up, the turtle turns on its side. Right. So the shark would have to open its mouth like five feet wide right, to like uh, envelop kinda... this turtle and can't <laughs> even bite it it's that's got a shield clever. on its back and yeah. so they use their shields uh, so it's not just that they swim around like tanks and you can't bite them because if a shark got it in the right angle it would just chomp yeah but it turns sideways and can't do that it's pretty cool stuff go to caustic soda podcast.com and you can check that out i know we're not on history we're not on history spot. quite yet we're going we're, we're going into history so so there we go there's a historical connection the uh the roman army and the Greek armies were mm-hmm. inspired by this. And so they had a military formation called the turtle, right. where they'd put all of their shields yep. over their right. heads to prevent arrows raining down on them. To prevent right. sharks right. from biting them. And, and tiger sharks from being thrown at them. <laughs> uh, that's what they put in those catapults, huh? Mm-hmm. Biological warfare. Got it. In the history. <laughs> A famous but unverifiable turtle impact happened in 456 BC when the Greek playwright Aeschylus, author of The Persians and Seven Against Thebes, yep. is said to have been killed by a turtle. The what? St- like somebody threw it at him like a discus? Well, sort of. Okay. The story is that the turtle was dropped on him by an eagle, which presumably was hoping to crack the turtle shell open on a rock, but right. mistakenly hit the playwright's bald head. Uh- <laughs> Golden... They got good aim, those eagles. Well, or bad aim. I mean, eh, there's a rock. Wait, Crack. Wait, uh, which eagle do you think it is? Don Henley? Was it him? That's the only one I know the the name of, so okay. yes. It had to be him. Golden eagles have been known to hunt this way for turtles, not for playwrights, but mm. it seems unlikely that there's any truth to this particular story. Oh. According to one source, the turtle killing a bald guy story dates back to at least this, at least the 5th century BC, but it's not associated with Aeschylus himself until much later. It's kind of a win-win for the eagle. 
You drop a right. turtle on somebody's head. Yeah. Yeah. You get a Either guy. you get a turtle or you, or you get, get a, a human being. Dead bald guy. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either one. So this is the, this story was apocryphal, like uh, Aeschylus didn't actually die by tortoise? Well, somebody maybe did. Somebody right. might have, because we know that eagles do this. So th- this is the ancient Greek version of stand-up? And if you have an infinite number of eagles, <laughs> an is... infinite number of turtles, and an infinite number of playwrights, eventually mm. you will drop turtles on enough people's heads that they will scream out the, the, works the of syllables of, yeah. the, of their entire works. Right, got it. When in the Galapagos, of course, Charles Darwin and his beagle chums ate a couple of dozen giant tortoises, tossing mm-hmm. their empty shells overboard en route to Tahiti. The beagle being the boat that they were on. Mm, as opposed to a giant dog that they sailed around the world. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But in his narrative of the voyage, Captain Robert Fitzroy made it clear that a few small tortoises had survived. Several were brought alive to England, he wrote, for Fitzroy had scooped up two tiny tortoises from Espanola. Uh, which is a small island south of the archipelago, yep. and took enough interest in them to monitor their growth during the home stretch of the voyage. Right. A small one grew three-eighths of an inch in length in three months, and another grew two inches in length in one year. There were at least two other small Galapagos tortoises on board, as noted by Darwin himself. One, Covington's little tortoise, had been brought from Florina by his assistant. The other, mine from James, seems to have been Darwin's, collected during his stay on Santiago. Mm-hmm. It's rather nice to imagine it plodding around his cramped cabin as he set about cataloging his Galapagos specimens. So they all like seem to have a pet tortoise. Like, yeah. They all just like snatched one up. Like, well, those, those are the ones that survived. Right. Most of them, they ate. Right. So they would just, not only they, but anybody on board a boat going by these islands would say, hey, free food. Turtles. Slow moving. Slow moving food. The the tortoises could live up to a year or two on the boat. And they could get fresh food from them yeah. by just snacking down whenever they wanted to. They keep, that, they, you just grab them alive, you pick them up, bring them to the boat, put them in a little pen. They stay alive until you want to have your fresh meat. Right. And uh, do we know what tortoise tastes like? Well, we do. Um, thanks to the British pirate explorer and, and naturalist who, uh, who told us exactly what they ate like. So in your best pirate voice, Torin. Oh. Right there. Arr! They are so extraordinarily large and fat and so sweet that no pullet eats more pleasantly. (laughs) No, what? Uh, Eats more pleasantly? Pullet, which is like a chicken. Chicken. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, oh, eats as an is. So it tastes like chicken. Tastes like chicken, but more tender. So Galapagos means tortoise. That's where the name of the islands came from. Mm -hmm. It was Spanish for tortoise. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are different kinds of giant tortoise on each island of the Galapagos archipelago. Um, They had been visited well before the beagle Mm -hmm. and Darwin was there. Uh, and pirates ate them, whalers ate them, and naturalists had visited them and remarked on the fact that on each island there were different-looking tortoises. And right. This kind of got them interested in it. Mm-hmm. Darwin remarked on it as well uh, during the Voyage of the he Beagle. He remarked on everything. Yeah. He did. He, he, was, he was a remarker. Pretty That's, clever guy. It's kind of your job as a naturalist. Right. You don't, you don't be a naturalist and write stuff down and don't say anything. Mm, well, I'm actually, a... your job at the time was just to collect stuff because everything was thought to have been created as they were. Right. But it got Darwin thinking. If on this island they look different than on this island, how could that come about? Maybe there was some change involved. And, uh, and so he, the, the Galapagos tortoise was one of the exemplary species that he wrote about mm-hmm. uh, when he first described his, his mechanism to understand evolution. Yeah, and, and the finch, right? It was the tortoise and the finch. The finch is a myth. I love that. Um... What? The finch is a myth. Uh, it's true that Darwin collected finches. Right. Um, but he actually not only didn't pay attention to what island they came from, but didn't notice any difference between them. Oh, okay. It wasn't until afterwards they started sorting out that the finches looked different from island to island that it, that it was 
of interest to him. Oh, and it yeah. wasn't until well after um, his lifetime that people called them Darwin's finches and, and, and really studied them in detail. Right. So he was interested in the mockingbirds. Um, he was interested in uh, the foxes of the South America and, uh, and mainly the tortoises. Okay. Mm. All right. Good times. Yeah. Finch is a myth. He used to ride them as well. He said, I Finches? <laughs> he used to ride finches? That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, wow. That's... Like, uh, did he sew them to the sleeves of his jacket? How did this work? <laughs> that's how you get he from Ireland to Ireland. He found a really, really big one. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, no, um, the, the that, you think you would have noticed the difference between that one and the rest of them? The giant tortoises are so big. He said, I frequently got on their backs and giving a few raps on the hinder part of their shells, they would rise up and walk away. But I found it very difficult to keep my balance. Right. He needs, well, got to work in that saddle. Right. Yeah. He was no surfer, obviously. Right. Turtle surfing. Mm -hmm. There was 13,000 tortoises that were recorded being taken by whaling ships in the 1800s, an estimated 100,000 had been taken by 1830. Mm -hmm. Um, So very, very few giant tortoises were left on the Galapagos Islands. Decimated. Mm -hmm. Um, There were down to five remaining tortoises of one particular subspecies on oh, one island like five like a single digit five five, five individuals yeah. right. two males three females oh wouldn't have been so unjust if it was five males or five females oh. Oh, that would have been unfortunate well that's what happened to lonesome george yes lonesome george lonesome george, george. Mm-hmm. Is, lonesome george is a famous uh tortoise okay a subspecies from one of the islands how does he what does he talk like i'm so alone sadly doesn't talk like I'm anything anymore if there were a a Looney Tune Lonesome George, what would he sound like? Different than Cecil B. Turtle? Oh, <laughs> sound pretty much the same except lonelier. Okay. <laughs> wind resistance, just wind resistance. <laughs> I love that cartoon. There's nobody here to talk to. The good news is that other species, not the Lonesome George subspecies, but a different subspecies um, from Española Island, no. uh, those five individuals were brought into captivity. Uh, they were bred and have produced over 1,200 progeny that have oh been released. Oh, my God. But Save they're the so subspecies. genetically flat. Similar? Similar mm-hmm. is another word that would be more appropriate. Population yeah. bottleneck, even? That uh, the plague comes along, they'd all be wiped out. Or whalers or pirates. Uh, well, that has anything to do with genetic diversity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what tortoises should do? This is the evolutionary adaptation. They, they should become less tasty. Yes. They should become, you know, unappetizing. They should start Even eating save them. poisonous plants. They're mm. just so damn easy to eat. They Like, we just get hungry and eat them anyway. Mm. Right? Mm. I guess, yeah, we'd eat and hump anything yeah. given enough uh, adversity. Some of them have worked that out. Some of them are, in fact, poisonous. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I uh, called it. The poisoning, it's a seafood poisoning called chelonitoxism. Okay. Hunting of turtles has been part of human culture since as far back as 5000 BC. Yeah. So uh, turtling is not when you have a big sweater and you go inside of it. And you, and or, you or, hunker down. That is another definition of the term, yes. Okay. You what, can, about, what about turtling as if somebody goes to fight with you and you just cower? And you and yes. just fall on your back and you can't get yeah. up. You just, right. you just uh, cower down and cover up your back and yeah. ne- your head mm-hmm. and neck. Yeah, I thought that was a sex move where you're like just in bed and you oh, just like the, the, go on your back and like struggle. The dirty turtle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. <laughs> 
Uh, sea turtles such as the hawksbill sea turtle were eaten as delicacies in countries such as China uh, yep. as far back as 5000 BC. Okay. While consumption and hunting of turtles is less common than it was in the time of our ancestors, we did note that people who get, uh, in our maritime mishaps series, people mm-hmm. who get lost at sea and shipwrecked and stranded and things like that, they have many, sex with turtles. many of them end up eating turtles. turtles to survive. <laughs> have sex with turtles and then eat them? Sorry, sorry. While we're on the topic, I, this is a great callback because last time I was on, we were talking about the whales. We talked about the Essex. Does anybody remember what? Yeah, so interesting about the boat, the Essex. That yeah, it was the inspiration for Moby Dick? Yeah, it got yeah. crushed by a, by a whale. So one of the guys on the Essex, before it got crushed by the whale, uh-huh. was on the Galapagos Islands, decided as a little bit of a prank, would set a, set a little fire to scare his friends, pretty much burn the entire island down. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and was probably responsible for the destruction of that entire um, subspecies of tortoise on the oh, island. Wow. Right. What a, what a douchebag. So bag. maybe this is why they were cursed. Uh, oh. oh wow, karma! They couldn't have just had that guy trip and fall overboard. Yeah, <laughs> they had to take the whole goddamn boat out and <laughs> leave them so that they have to shoot their friend in the face and then eat him. Yeah, that was a terrible story. <laughs> uh, turtle soup was U.S. President William Howard Taft's favorite food. Taft. Oh. He brought nope, a special again, chef. I'm doing the shaft song, <laughs> <laughs> not Flash. <laughs> you did Flash. He brought a special chef into the White House for the specific purpose of preparing the dish. And wasn't Taft known as the fattest president? Yes. He so liked to eat lots of turtles. Um, I was in New Orleans not very long ago, and they have turtle soup everywhere down there. Yeah, That's probably the snapping turtle. Mm-hmm. As we noted, eating the flesh of some marine turtles can cause a type of seafood poisoning called colonotoxism. Right. Uh, the symptoms appear 12 hours after consumption and may include vomiting, <clears> dizziness, <throat> a burning sensation in the throat, <clears> headache, <throat> Abdominal pain and occasionally diarrhea. Uh. <laughs> After about two days, the mucous membranes of the mouth and throat become swollen, and swallowing is sometimes difficult. Right. Mm-hmm. The papillae of the tip of the edges of the tongue swell, and oh. they remain enlarged for two months. I've got wow. papillae in my tongue, just like turd, the Maddie Maddie has in its butt. Uh, butt papillae. Well, clo- yeah. cl- cloacal tad papooses. Papooses. I got finger, fingertips all I, over the place. I can't talk. My tongue feels like a matamata cloaca. <laughs> Drowsiness may occur early. The mm-hmm. patient may respond when spoken to, but rapidly falls asleep again. Oh, yeah. nice. Other nervous system signs may be present. The severity of the condition can vary depending on the amount of meat consumed. Mild cases show mouth and throat symptoms, while in severe cases, central nervous system signs are always present. Right. The patient may remain unconscious for a week or more. Right. right. The mortality rate in cases which develop central nervous system signs is very high. Oh. According to health authorities, there is no known antidote or medicine that can specifically treat chelonotoxism, and right. children are more susceptible to the effects of the poison. So if you're on a raft, washed away at sea... Save the turtle for the last? Oh, I, I thought you were going to say save the turtle for the kid, because it's more like... Oh, yeah. Well, I just eat the child. Yeah, eat the kid. Eat the kid. Box turtles can be dangerous to eat. At times, they consume poisonous mushrooms, and the toxins may linger in their flesh. Speaking of history, uh, my favorite historical turtle right. i have a, a close personal connection to okay on my honeymoon uh-huh. uh my, had sex my with a turtle. new bride and i had sex with a turtle traveled to vietnam and, and had a freaky turtle Cambodia. three-way you put it in her cloaca yeah <laughs> all right i knew this was a mistake so <laughs> welcome to caustic soda yeah. <laughs> we were in we were in uh, hanoi vietnam beautiful uh-huh. beautiful place yeah wait and she put it in your cloaca uh-huh. lovely lake called huan kiem 
Uh-huh. I don't judge. And which means freaky turtle, turtle three-way. And we were sitting by the side of this lake, a uh, beautiful day, mm-hmm. and, and suddenly all of these very excited Vietnamese people is the only way I can describe this crowd that mm. suddenly gathered around us. To have sex with a turtle. Us. They were jumping up and down. They were excited. They were pointing. Right. We realized what they were pointing at was something in the lake. Uh-huh. So we looked out, and we saw what basically looked like a, a seal. Right. If you're if you're here in Vancouver, sometimes you see a harbor seal poke Correct. its head up out of the water. Seen them a bunch of times. It was in fact a turtle. Oh wow! But it was that big. Wow! It was in fact a, a legendary turtle. <gasps> um, what? That lives in this lake. A turtle of legend. It is affectionately known as uh, Kurua. My apologies to the Vietnamese listeners. Listeners, I can't. I can't. I don't know how this is pronounced. No idea. Uh-huh. But it means great grandfather turtle okay. in Vietnamese. Uh-huh. Um, and he's a legend. This turtle is a legend. Uh-huh. Uh, he supposedly comes out of the lake whenever he is needed by the people of Vietnam, like wow. Gamera. Uh huh. Oh yeah, nice. And the most famous time was in the 15th century uh-huh. when a peasant named Le Loi obtained a magical sword called Heaven's Will. Oh, that wow. a fisherman had pulled out of the lake. So you know it's when you very need it, King Arthur, the mm-hmm. magic Lady sword of the lake comes out. gives have, him a magic sword. You have no idea. Uh-huh. He used the sword to lead a rebellion against the Chinese armies that were occupying Vietnam. Uh-huh. After overthrowing the Chinese rule and establishing the Lei Dynasty, uh-huh. now let Emperor, me guess they they gathered around a round table. Emperor Lei Loi uh-huh. returned to the lake. Kiem Kwe emerged, this turtle god. And uh, he asked Le Loi to return the sword. He th- hurled oh. the sword. Dude, you got my sword? Oh, man, I've been looking for that. Can I have it back? <laughs> Kim Kuei caught the sword by his teeth and then resubmerged under the lake. And so now the lake is called the Lake of the Returning Sword. Uh, well, we know that's uh, not true because turtles don't have teeth. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. And it's uh, in its Case ridge. Case closed. Caught it, caught it in its snapping uh, bone ridge. But this is a huge turtle. There is actually a really large soft-shell turtle that lives in this lake. Uh-huh. More than one, though. It might be the last of his species. Oh, okay. He might be the last one. Um, Do you get pictures of this thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've got pictures of him. All right. Uh, Vietnamese scientists Sexy pictures. claim that he is uh, hundreds of years old. Uh-huh. We know that what? turtles can live for over 100 years. Yeah. And... Uh, if it belongs to the species called the Yangtze giant softshell turtle, there's only four known individuals in the world. All right. Two of them in a zoo in China, and then two in two individual lakes in Vietnam. So they should, you know, basically uh, pull one of these out of the one lake and stick it in the other lake and get, get them to humping. Unless they're both female. That could be a problem. Mm, well, for some. Parthenogenesis. Parthenogenesis. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, then they wouldn't need the humping. If that means freaky turtle three-way, then it I'm in. It does. It does yeah. mean freaky turtle three-way. Mm-hmm. So they have pulled... Uh, a, there has been more than one turtle in this lake, obviously, um, for them to still be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they pulled one out uh, back in the 60s, and it weighed 440 pounds and was six foot three inches in length. Wow. Oh, that seems long for a turtle. It's a big turtle. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty amazing. And uh, whenever they need it again, it'll bring forth the sword of destiny. Got it. Take it slow and easy 
as easy as you can be. Take it slow and easy, as easy as a man can be. I laid my head on the railroad track, I thought about my baby, and I snatched it back. Take it slow and easy, as easy as you can be, oh, as easy as you can be. People have died and more than 90 others were taken seriously ill after attending a feast of critically endangered hawksbill turtle on the remote Pacific island of Murillo. Wow, um, a feast. This might be why they're endangered. Yeah. Right? They get the feasted feasting. on a lot. Yeah. yeah. Four children were among the dead. Oh, won't somebody think of the children? And, uh, uh, now, did they die because they realized that the turtle was endangered and they felt so guilty that they died of shame? Sadly, no. Okay, oh. this uh, is one of the one of the weirdest parts of this story, is mm-hmm. that one of the children died even though they had not touched any of the turtle meat. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. They were nursed they, by their mom, they were oh. breastfed by their mom, who did eat the turtle meat. Oh, oh. So deadly toxins boob were passed milk. on. Wow. Yeah. Yep. An emergency response team concluded that the deaths were caused by chelonotoxism, a form of poisoning from the flesh of turtles. Yep. Right. Uh, more than 80% of the people who attended the feast on the island in mid-October, this is from November 2010, mm. were treated at an emergency field hospital set up at the site. Right. A team sent out at the same time to investigate the cause of the outbreak was hampered because all of the flesh from the turtle had been consumed. Right. Mm. So they stripped right. it down. They had nothing they could mm. test. Well, so when you delicious. had 94 people eating yeah. turtle... Yeah. You know, this doesn't leave a lot of turtle per person, so it's not that surprising <laughs> they'd be stripped clean. They are big turtles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The flesh of any turtle can be poisonous, as we noted. Local health authority officials have also warned that, although the hawksbill is notoriously prone to the poison. Mm-hmm. Hunted in the past for its shell, the hawksbill turtle is protected under the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species right. and listed on the International Union for Conservation of Nature's Annual Red List as being critically endangered. So this is kind of just like an FU from nature. Yeah, right? so you shouldn't do it yeah. and there's a couple of reasons why now yeah. where do you think the toxins came from why why was the turtle flesh toxic to begin with oh because somebody had sex with it 
uh, is this, did it accumulate uh, toxins just f- like from it being in the, the seawater? They did. Is? They did. But it was a natural source of toxin. Oh, okay. In the turtle. It wasn't humans polluting the ocean. Oh, right. Although Eating that probably happens too. Poisonous seaweed. Was it the, the jellyfish that he ate? It wasn't the jellyfish. Oh. It was uh, a kind of algae that produces natural toxins to keep from being eaten by fish. Right. Yeah. And then if that kind of works its way up through the, the, the food chain, oh, okay. it's going to get concentrated in the, in the right. turtle. So Biomagnification. The, so the turtle right. isn't eating the algae. The fish is eating the algae, and it's uh, going up the chain. That's right. right. Same thing with tuna and mercury. But the turtle's yeah. bad at flushing it out fast enough, so you eat the turtle. Or it just accumulates. Or in, yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Accumulates mm-hmm. in the fatty parts, the yummy parts. So I've got another uh, risk of death by turtle here. This is from Lowering the Bar, Mm -hmm. which is a a legal humor website. Okay. Uh, Lowering the Bar noted a new set of medical insurance codes that included nine for turtle-related injuries. Okay. Including three for a mysterious category, struck by turtle. Okay. Oh, they must have, like, read the story about Aeschylus. Yeah. Since turtles generally don't get up enough speed on their own to crash into people, they presume mm. that this means turtles are somehow becoming airborne, and we're surprised to learn that flying turtle injuries are common enough that they get their own code. Right. In the medical insurance code book. Yes. Mm. So they started looking for examples of, the, of this incident with one famous exception. They all reportedly happened in China, and the details are pretty sketchy, so right. take this all with a grain of salt. Mm. The Associated the Press- turtle salt. Uh, yes. The Associated Press reported in 1987 that a Hong Kong man was hit in the head by a turtle that had fallen out of a high-rise apartment building. Oh, okay. The two-pound reptilian missile struck the 36-year-old Liu Wai Kuang on the head, bruising his temple and badly injuring the turtle, according to the report. Right. Oh. right. So turtle, this is... Turtles need flying human... Or the human insurance. Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, Herman landing strip. Probably I, happens a lot more often. Uh, if only I'd landed people. on that pavement instead of that human. So this is a pet turtle incident. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so the, oh, now they're going to become domestic incidents. Mm-hmm. Become in the middle of a turtle fight. That's, yes. Yeah, you like you know you have a snowball fight when you're a kid and you like just stack them up. You just like stack up turtles. And just, I like, envision you've got enemy. this exoskeleton on, and the front of it you got an alligator snapping turtle. All right. Each person. And then you just go at each other. Oh, like gladiator style. Yeah. Oh, right. I see. Like in the ring. You could tie a snapping turtle to the end of a pole, call it your snapping turtle spear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you could put Poke one on each people. arm. Oh, very like Iron Man of you. Yeah. Ooh, three small snapping turtles on each wrist that snick back and forth like Wolverine's claws. <laughs> You've gone too bite. far. You've oh. gone too far. <laughs> Don't judge me. Uh, turtles struck again in Hong Kong in 2004 when the BBC reported that a taxi had been hit by a turtle that somehow managed to climb out of an open window right. and then fell 10 floors onto the taxi's right. roof. Wow. Just climbed out. Freedom. Horrible, horrible freedom. <laughs> uh, no one was injured in that incident, though, with the possible exception of the turtle, which survived, though, with a cracked shell. Oh, uh, you know, I can kind of understand this, because I don't think turtles would inherently understand skyscrapers. Right? Right? Yeah. Like, something this they is not the... something... They're not used right. to falling so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, if you think about it, like, you study babies and stuff and, and like, edges, like, they put babies on, you know, on a, on a counter and then had a a glass sheet that they could walk on and they're still afraid of the edge, right? Because they see it and they yeah. recognize I could fall. I don't think marine animals would build up that kind of problem because yeah. they would see an edge and go, I can go down there and there might be some more food. Yeah. Right? Unless they yeah. were land tortoises. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, we got to start building glass, glass walkways for tor- for turtles on high rise. Right. This is, if it got a, enough incidents or, to create an insurance code, then about, we should create an entire glass ceiling. Literally about, a glass ceiling. How about just tiny little railings to keep them from going over the edge? Maybe that yeah. would be easier. I guess they, they had that. It didn't work. 
Another turtle managed a head strike in 2009, according to a number of reports, again, originating from China. Mm-hmm. According to this story, a 12-year-old Chinese girl was hit by a, quote, falling black object that oh. turned out to be a three-pound pregnant tortoise. Wow. That, that makes have, it heavier. It, yeah. Yeah, I guess it does. It's they, gravid. They must just have more pet turtles in China, right? This is why all these incidents are from China. Turtles are considered lucky. Right. And yummy. Okay. <laughs> uh, police believe that the animal had been thrown out of an apartment building, but they had no suspects. Right. right. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah. Have you a perfect murder? Fuck this turtle. <laughs> perfect <laughs> murder. You wait till the guys below you. You shove the turtle out the window. Right. Get it to land right on their head. Oh, accidental turtle. Death. Now, All would right. this be? Oh, what are the what are the scientific what are the phobias of turtles? There's two. Colonophobia. Colon- is it? Would this be colonicide? No. Wait. We already know that uh, the thing that's in the side is the thing you're describing it killing. Like fratricide is don't killing your brother. It. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. would be killing turtles. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. We have an aside guide that is de- <laughs> like dedicated towards exploring this very thing. Stop ruining my joke. <laughs> With logic. It's ruined. 2013, Costa Rica. Uh-huh. The bound and beaten body of Jairo Mora Sandoval. Oh, wow. Okay. That's the name. A 26-year-old sea turtle activist. He's not a sea turtle who's an activist. Okay. He's an activist okay. about sea right. turtles. Thank mm-hmm. you for clarifying that. He was found on Moyne Beach on the Caribbean coast near Limon, the uh, very place where he had labored to save endangered sea turtles and their eggs. Right. Okay. Mora had been shot in the head. Oh, did a turtle do it? Conservation groups are offering $10,000 reward for his murder. They're offering a reward for his murder? I guess so. Okay. All right. <laughs> for maybe any information that might lead to the arrest of his killer? Maybe something along those yeah, lines. Yeah. Mora, three American women, and one from Spain who were volunteering as turtle surveyors uh-huh. were kidnapped by armed men. Okay. The four women were let go unharmed. The coordinator for the wider Caribbean Sea Turtle Conservation Network program mm-hmm. says that Mora's killing seemed like an act of, act of revenge. The activists had recently connected the poaching of turtle eggs to drug trafficking in a national newspaper. So what, people were uh, poaching turtle eggs so they could fill them full of uh, drugs? Turtle eggs are believed to be an aphrodisiac. Oh. A single nest can contain as many as 200 eggs. A single turtle egg can fetch a dollar on the black market. One dollar. Talking big money here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shot in the head to make 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. He was a whistleblower. Yeah. They were silencing him. Well, what was he blowing the whistle about? The poaching. About the people oh. stealing the turtle eggs and selling them on the black market as aphrodisiacs for a dollar a piece. So he was standing there and going, hey, stop poaching those things. They went, ah, fuck you, and just shot them. He, he connected that poaching to the drug traffickers in also in town in a newspaper yeah. article. Right, right. Because drug traffickers are kind of into everything. And right? then, came after it. Yeah. They're good smugglers. Like, hey, while we're smuggling in these drugs, we might as well smuggle in some turtle eggs. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Might you don't well. want to have all your turtle eggs in one basket. <laughs> that is... More true than we'd all care to admit. 2011, the Midwest of America. That's all I can find from this. It was a surprisingly quiet early May morning in a Midwest emergency department. The doors opened and in rolled a 16-year-old male holding a large local snapping turtle against his chest as the turtle clenched down with its jaws on the right side of the patient's face. Oh, wow. You got to see the picture for this. We have a picture. It's going to be up on CausticSodaPodcast.com. Honestly, the picture is the main part about this. Uh, The turtle's front claws were against, but not yet scratching the patient's anterior neck. Uh, Fortunate for the patient and the staff, the patient was surprisingly cooperative and unshaken by his situation. Who looks more pissed off? so many more times. Yeah, the the guy looks like, well, fuck, my turtle's stuck in my face. The turtle looks kind of pissed. And the turtle looks mad. Yeah. (laughs) Well, how does a turtle 
turtle get that close to your face? Well, well if you're, you're doing it on purpose. If you're Gamera, uh-huh. you have jets. Okay. <laughs> yes. You just fly around in. That's How right. about this very small turtle? <laughs> Kevin, after, obviously... after two dozen turtle sex jokes, you're wondering why someone had a turtle close to their well, face? In my turtle sex, there's no kissing. <laughs> so Go straight for the cloaca, do yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. There's... Mm-hmm. This uh, is not a problem. So the turtle was sedated and spreaders were used on its jaw Ooh, once it became relaxed. I uh, think the worst part of this is like you have to carry this turtle yeah. around this 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 turtle yeah, this turtle around with uh-huh. you. Your arm is going to get tired because you yeah. don't want it hanging off of your face. Right. It's going to no. do more damage. Yes, maybe he definitely. had it hanging off his face because his arms got tired. He was like, oh, hey, maybe that's easier way to carry around my turtle. some All kind right. of a turtle sling. Make the turtle it. do the work. Or he's just mm-hmm. showing up. Hey, check it out. He's just hanging here from my face. What are those Woo. things that the, the wrap babies in? Uh, Bjorns. Bjorns, a little yeah. turtle Bjorn. I'm wondering what the what they were doing in the emergency room. Were they like taking uh, requests on, on ideas on what to do here? Do we do we chop its head off? Do we oh. sedate the turtle? Do we sedate the boy? Do we <laughs> sedate <laughs> everyone? Yeah, pump <laughs> in the gas. Sedatives all around. I think that should be the default position on just about everything. April 2010. Millions of sea turtles have been the unintentional victims of the world's fisheries in the past 20 years. The first ever global survey of the sea turtle bycatch, which is, uh, that's when you catch things other than what you mean to catch. A byproduct. A byproduct catch. Mm -hmm. Suggests that the Mediterranean and the Eastern Pacific are locations where the marine turtle populations are in danger of collapse. The report says that the increase in fishing gear, like long lines and gill nets in Mm -hmm. marine habitats, is directly linked to the increase in the accidental capture of sea turtles. Yep. That's not a big surprise. Right. Findings show that tens of thousands of marine turtles have been reported as bycatch in the past 20 years. Mm Mm-hmm. Dr. Brian Wallace, science advisor for Conservation International Sea Turtle Flagship Program, believes the number may be far higher. Because the reports we reviewed typically cover less than 1% of all fleets, with little or no information from small-scale fisheries around the world, we conservatively estimate that the true total is probably not in tens of thousands, but in the millions of turtles taken as bycatch in the past two decades, he said in a press statement. While sea turtles are subject to several threats, including capture for their meat and collection of eggs, destruction of nesting beaches, and pollution of the ocean, Wallace and the report's co-authors believe bycatch is the most serious threat to sea turtle populations around the world. Because when you're a turtle and you get stuck in a net, you can't breathe. You're just chucking their nets out there, and uh, the turtles are big, they're going to get caught, and uh, yeah, they're going to drown. And then sharks are going to come by. And eat the turtles. Because you can't turn your shell. Because they can't, can't turn, turn sideways. Yeah. They right. can't turn tight. They're totally screwed. Six of the seven marine turtle species are currently categorized as vulnerable, endangered, or critically endangered globally right. by the International Union of Conservation of Nature's Red List. And this isn't even counting feasts. No, right. exactly. Right. They include loggerheads, leatherbacks, hawksbills, olive ridleys, Kemp ridleys, and green sea turtles. Well, now you know why they're jumping out of buildings onto people's heads. They're, <laughs> right. they're pissed. Yeah, they're making uh, play for it. They're, they're, they're revenge. Revenge! Mm-hmm. Pop culture. Okay. Yay! There you go, Torn. Now's your chance. Here's Gamera. Gamera is a flying, fire-breathing Turtle Kaiju. Yes, well, from 1965. Mm-hmm. Right. Kinda turtle. He had seven movies. He's turtle-like. Turtle-ish. Is, uh, and is his he moniker the... is Friend to the Children. <laughs> is is he the oldest of the Godzilla No, no, no. Uh, no. Foes? No, not at all. Okay. No. And it wasn't even uh it wasn't even um 
It was a competing company. Yeah. It wasn't God. Oh. It wasn't the Godzilla. Oh. You've got a giant oh, lizard. Yeah. We've got a giant yeah. turtle. Right? Okay. So in this, Gamera was the hero of the story. Not in the first one. No, not in the oh, first really? one. Oh, really? Okay. But after that. The kids identified with it so much for some reason, All right. yeah. because in in the first one there were there were children, and one of the one of the kids, I watched this movie. Okay, all right. <laughs> I can tell. And one of the He's kids very was, hot under the collar about was, it was uh, like save us, camera for some reason. Yeah. Even though he was destroying <laughs> the rest of the city. Yeah, like no camera, be nice. And, and so he just became he he would save children, but he would not save anyone else. Oh, really? <laughs> just the children. Now, what if he wanted to wreck a building, but the building was filled with children? What? That's that'd just be, don't ask too many questions about that either. <laughs> I actually watched uh, Gamera: Guardian of the Universe the other night in okay. preparation for this, which is the 1995. Oh, that's new. Remake, new. I Whoa. believe. And it stars uh, in the female lead, the daughter of Steven Seagal, Courtney Cox, the daughter of Steven Seagal. It's not very good. It's right. it's totally uh, it's it's if you want to watch a giant kaiju monster movie, I think it's excellent for that. Right, but it doesn't take any steps beyond what you'd expect right. from that. There's some smashing. It's just uh, the monster some shows crashing. up and the people scream and run, and it, it does everything it's supposed to do, and, and it saves children. Uh, so there's uh there's some flying. They call them birds, but they're also kind of reptilian, obviously called uh, gyaos. And they're attacking the town, and then they don't know if Gamera's there to attack it or save them or just fighting or whatever. Right. And some people are convinced he's a good guy, but while he's doing this, he's, like, wrecking the city. They're riding the fence. He, so, can, he can be yeah. destroying and saving at the same time. Right. He kind of shows up and saves the city while trashing it. Right. And then once it's saved, he leaves. Right. So I guess that makes a good well, kaiju. That's kind of that's like Godzilla. That's yeah. kind of what happens in Godzilla movies. So for those who aren't familiar with Gamera, uh, he has the general configuration of a turtle, albeit a tremendously large one that is capable of walking on two legs yeah. and flying. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he does occasionally walk quadrupedally in the first three films. Uh, Gamera demonstrates the ability to manipulate objects with his four feet. Mm-hmm. Right. He possesses a pronounced sagittal crest. That's uh, basically if you've got basically a mohawk on your on your skull, right? Of, a bone. Of, it's made yeah. of a bone, a, a skull bone crest. Uh, and his mouth is filled with teeth, which is unprecedented in modern turtles. Yeah. Though right. ancient turtles uh, did often have teeth or teeth-like right. things. Well, it's obviously descended from yeah. ancient. Turtles. The, flying ones. the flying yeah, turtles. The flying ones. Yeah. The flying turtles. Yeah. And uh, he has two ways of flying. One is that he pulls every his head and all four legs and his little tail into his body. And then he jumps out of a tall building. And he yeah, and lands <laughs> or on somebody's he gets head. kicked by Mario. And he somehow shoots like jet thrusters out of each one of them and spins. Yeah, yeah he's got a, like a, he's like a firecracker like spinning a, around. Like a nice spinning guy. firecracker yeah, okay. and he spins super fast. The other that I, I don't even think I knew he could do until I saw this episode, which is he only pulls in his bottom legs yeah. right. and then shoots out the back like jet engines and just yeah. flies around like superman yeah that's awesome yeah. i had i don't know if i knew that he had done that everybody should watch gamera yeah, okay and he, has a, and he has a breath weapon and i will say i watch gamera guardian of the universe because the entire episode is up on youtube i've no the entire movie i have no idea if it's legal or not but we're gonna link to it caustic sort of podcast.com in the show notes so you can All go right. check it out good times uh i think it was fun mm. Does she use her kung fu in fighting camera at all? No, there's no goofy kung fu. It's totally just a monster wrecking things and uh, shooting it with its flame breath. Got yeah. it. It's uh, it's not a great movie, but I don't. I didn't ever. I didn't hate it. Great enough. Yeah. He's not the only giant turtle out there, though. Now, if we do pop culture of turtles and we don't talk about Discworld's great Atuin, mm-hmm. the giant star turtle, okay, we'd be remiss. I'm gonna I'm gonna get strung up. 
Somebody's right. gonna somebody's gonna find me, and you're gonna they're gonna drop a turtle on my head. So the giant star turtle is played by Brad Pitt because he's about as big a star as you can get. He these days. is uh, the biggest star turtle you can find. Yeah, bigger than Gamera. What's his name? Great Atuin. The Great Atuin is the giant star turtle who travels through Terry Pratchett's Discworld universe space, carrying four giant elephants right. on his back. Yeah. On the back of those elephants is the Discworld. Right. Oh, okay. So this is kind of a play on the old, uh, I think it's a South Asian thing. Where yeah, I've got it here. The world or the universe is... The world turtle myth occurs in Hindu, Chinese, and Native American mythology. Right. In Hindu mythology, the world turtle Kerma is said to have the earth as its lower shell, the atmosphere as its body, and the vault of heaven as its upper shell. Mm-hmm. In Chinese mythology, the creator goddess Nuwa cut the legs off the giant sea turtle Ao and used them to prop up the sky oh. after Gong Gong damaged the Buzu Mountain that had previously supported the heavens. Yes. Okay. We know, we we know why his that. name was Ao. Yeah, when she jumped off his legs. And according to Iroquois oral history, Sky Woman fell down to the earth when it was covered with water. Various animals tried to swim to the bottom of the ocean to bring back dirt to create land. Muskrat succeeded in gathering dirt, which was placed on the back of a turtle, which grew into the lands known today as North America. Right. Sky Woman. So this became, in the Discworld series, uh, uh, and also in Hindu mythology, there's the thought of the flat earth on the on top of the uh, world turtle the elephants which are on the back of a turtle yeah but what's below the turtle uh great atuin is a huge is so massive that it basically has a world on its back Mm. uh its gender is unknown to the inhabitants of Discworld. this is a fantasy uh, series of novels by terry pratchett for those who don't know it's got magic uh it's very funny uh really good uh in the color of magic pratchett actually describes the turtle as male but it's a subject of much speculation by some of the disc's finest scientific minds. Mm-hmm. The sex of the world turtle is pivotal in proving or disproving a number of conflicting theories about the destination of Great Atuin's journey through the cosmos. Right. If, as the Discworld version of the popular Big Bang theory states, Great Atuin is moving from the birthplace to the time of mating. We know why it's the Big Bang theory. Then, at, right. the, <laughs> then at the point of mating, <laughs> the civilizations of the disc might be crushed, simply slide off, or else the world will end. Oh, I right. see. Right, right. The hypothesis is that all the stars in the sky are obviously also worlds carried by giant turtles, and that when all the turtles meet, they will mate passionately for the first and only time from that mating. It is hypothesized that new turtles will be born to carry a new pattern of worlds. Got it. Uh, lots and lots of turtles. So the very uh, convoluted. So the uh, this is, there's a neat scientific story, uh, probably apocryphal, uh-huh. of uh, of the idea of this turtle myth. Okay. Um, it, so we're talking attributed- about the world turtle myth. The idea okay. that, that the world is on the back of a turtle. Right. It's been attributed to lots of different people, but um, Stephen Hawking uh, attributed it to uh, philosopher Bertrand Russell okay. in uh, Hawking's book, A Brief History of Time. He mm-hmm. said that Russell once gave a, p- a public lecture on astronomy, and he described how the Earth orbits around the sun, how the sun orbits around the center of a vast collection of stars uh, that's called our galaxy. And at the end of this lecture, a little old lady at the back of the room got up and said, What you've told us is rubbish. The world is really a flat plate supported on the back of a giant tortoise. Mm. And supposedly the scientist gave a superior smile before replying, Ah, but what is the tortoise standing on? Oh, you're very clever, young man. Very clever, said the old lady. But it's turtles all the way down. (laughs) Nice. So this is, of course... Sounded like Baba Yaga. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this this is a playful expression on the infinite regress problem in cosmology, which is 
people who claim that there's a God uh, point out, well, everything that happens had something that made it happen. So right. everything that moves has something that moved it, a mover. And God is the prime mover. He made everything move. And, uh, you know, then you go, well, what moved God? Right. And you've got that problem. Oh, mm. he moved himself, I guess. You know, they have no real answer. Turtles all the right. way down. Turtles all the way down. The story's been mm. kicking around for a while, though. Back to the 1800s, it was attributed to various people. And you're saying that people don't talk about turtles in the context of sexy time. Turtles all the way down. Yeah. Turtles all the way down. The mm. Big Bang. As well as watching a Gamera movie, I also watched the latest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Michael Bay one. Produced by Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Not directed by Michael not Bay. Not directed, but... Directed like Michael Bay. <laughs> I thought you were going to sneeze. Michael Mm. Bay light. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's got all of his traditional cliches in in shots and for terrible reasons. And Megan Fox. Megan Fox, who's okay. Uh, I totally expected to completely hate this movie and thought it would be a total abomination. Right. Low expectations. So I went in with low expectations and I'm going to say I kind of got hit about there. I didn't hate it more than I thought I would. I disliked a lot about it. Right. So the first thing that we got about this movie that people get bugged about is the way that the turtles look. They, they kind creepy. of right. very they, creepy. They made them creepy. It's because they're kind of in that uncanny valley that we've talked about before, where they're almost human looking but n- right. not quite. Yeah. So it looks they're weird. not cartoony. They're mm-hmm. not cartoony enough. I found that within five minutes of having to have them talk, uh, I was okay with it. It kind of right. it kind of worked for me. Right. My complaint about their look was more that these teenage. Turtles, which is, and this is obviously a kids' movie because it's right. so infantile. Yes, stupid. No, infantile is better than right. stupid because it's just they're just like ah, we don't have to explain it. Kids are gonna like yeah. it. That's that's basically the poorly part of made this movie. Poor, ah, badly written. They just didn't care. They just didn't care about answering things kids wouldn't wouldn't question. Not biologically supported. Oh, pff, whatever. <laughs> it's a fantasy movie. <laughs> Did they pull their heads into their shells? My problem is that these teenage turtles are like seven feet tall and right. look like WWF wrestlers. Right. If they had made them half that height, they could have still made them big and muscly. Mm-hmm. And I would have been like, okay, I get it. Totally. And they're big, and they're muscly. Teenagers. And they're teenagers. But instead, they're like huge, hulking yeah. monsters. Yeah. And the fights in the movie, the very first fight you barely see, I think it's just Raphael, he's literally hurling cargo containers at a dock at people. Wow. Like, it's not a ninja fight. It's wow. a superhero fight. That's right. Big. Like, he doesn't pick it up and smash them, right? Because you never see him. But there's guys standing there, and all of a sudden, this cargo container just goes, and gets knocked around, and they have to jump out of the way. Now, do they explain why they're all named after Renaissance artists? Yes, they do. <laughs> and it's not the same as the comics. Okay. Uh, in it, it's they are part of this uh, science experiment called the Renaissance Project. Ah, and so they're, so they're cleverly named after the four Renaissance painters, uh, Leonardo, Michelangelo, The Donatello, scientists in the movie, all Raphael. fans of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book, ironically enough. That's how they came up with the idea to call the Renaissance Project to begin with. Well, the main scientist is actually character April O'Neil's father. Right. Yes. And she's the one who saved them from the lab when the lab caught on fire. And somehow, for some reason, this is my example of infantile, mm. rushes out of this lab that's in trouble and she's saving them. And then she throws them into the sewer. Right. Well, she's a dumb kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, I, the, and the Renaissance Project was a project to um, 
cure all known diseases in mankind, I believe. Uh, yeah, they're going to use this mutagenic stuff that, that with was turtles. With tur- somehow involved turtles and alien DNA. They're probably setting up a sequel, which I hear they're going to make anyway. Yeah, because it made a ton of money, I think. It did. Here's the thing. If you have kids who like, uh, you know, wrestling and action and stuff, and you want to sit them down in front of something that they will probably enjoy that's dumb as crap, and you can just go make dinner and they'll be okay, T- this latest Ninja Turtles is probably fine for that. I got a better idea. Yeah. Give them the comic books. Well, the original comic books are for kids. We can talk about that. I would love to, because yeah. we've mentioned in, in our Ninjas episode, I was a Ninja Turtles fan since, like, issue two of the original comic. Me too. Me Absolutely. Too. Yep, big fan. Team NT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, are a fictional team of four teenage anthropomorphic turtles, in yeah. case you didn't know this. They're mm-hmm. named after four Renaissance artists. They were created in May 1984 at a, and premiered at a comic book convention published by Mirage Studios. They only printed 3,250 copies of their first one, because it was just yeah. a bunch of guys who said, let's make a comic, right? Yeah. The origin of the turtles was actually a play on Marvel's character Daredevil's origin. Yeah. Uh, he had been, uh, he had saved somebody from, uh, there was a car accident yeah. and some ooze had hit him in the head and yeah. blinded him. It's coming uh, out with a TV show soon, Netflix TV show of Daredevil. We'll see if they yeah. stick with that origin. Yeah. Uh, where in the Daredevil origin, he's blinded and given his powers. It bounces off this guy's head, smashes into a little girl's terrarium, yeah. and it falls into the sewer where this rat who's already knows ninjutsu's in. It's silly. The whole thing's silly. Silly. Uh, but, and by silly, I hope you mean awesome. <laughs> it's, it is. It's silly awesome. It, yeah. it like hand waves in exactly the way that you want. And aside from this ridiculous setup it's totally like gritty badass yes. fighting ninjas in, yes. in dark and violent and yes. actually cut things exactly but within a couple of years i think the animated series showed up and it had become firmly a kids uh show mm-hmm. and the tmnt movies are all like that so you can't no. really get too mad that they're not based on this one adult thing that I'd i am loved. i am not mad about yeah. that but I'll i'm tell sure you, there are lots of people who are though if, there are yeah. get over it if it's you want tmnt's for kids you've still got these comics you can read yeah that's what i'm saying yeah give your kids those comics speaking of for kids uh-huh here's the thing that i i was already adult when this came out pokemon all right yeah, yeah. can't so, say i'm a fan of this <laughs> well i'm not but we got lots of listeners who are uh-huh. no, no jokes on pokemon kevin interesting call well he doesn't know pokemon oh no i'm looking at the fact that one of these characters is named squirtle yeah well, Squirtle Pokemon is... Pokemon st- stands for pocket monsters. Yes. Okay. Oh, of course they are. Po- my pocket monster is named Squirtle, too. Yep. Squirtle and uh, his evolved forms Wartortle and Blastoise uh-huh. are the water-type starter Pokemon in the Kanto region. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also Tortwig, who evolves into Grotel and Torterra. They are grass-type starter Pokemon in right. the Sino region. I don't know anything about what that means. Can right. I tell you that how annoying this is? There's an entire generation of, of kids that think this is what evolution is, that, that Pokemon begin, evolving yeah. more and more other. super heroic yes. right. powers. I, no, I think uh, kids don't have a problem separating uh, fiction from fact. I don't think any, I, I think this could actually get them to learn about real evolution. I'm okay with it. Uh, so I asked people to tell me about Squirtle because you're not I don't... an evolution professor. <laughs> because you don't hear the stupid things they come up with raised on Pokemon. My friend Ricky, I, I asked about uh, Squirtle because I don't know anything about Pokemon. Right. Uh, Squirtles in the show were part of a street gang. They terrorized the town, stealing and being assholes. Right. I don't think they use the word asshole in the show. Probably though. not. Team Rocket, who are the bad guys, came along and tried to steal them. So Ash, he's the good guy, saved them. Yeah. They became good guy firefighters, and one of them joined Ash on his adventures. Got it. And his name was Squirtle. Apparently, they're all named Squirtle. And they squirt water. They chew water out of their mouths. Yeah. Got it. Sure. And say, Squirtle, Squirtle. 
out of their cloaca? Uh, no, uh, I don't think they. And there's the. Uh, skip that part. That's the uh, grass type. And I'll have some pictures of them up. Go to causticsodapodcast.com and check it out. Check out the squirtles. Don't get it in your eye. It's such a weird feeling to know you're alive. It's such an awful feeling. You're dying inside. And when you wake up, startled to say, I hope I don't go crazy today. It's such a bad feeling. An ominous feeling. A feeling you know that we'll be back when the week is new and we'll have more gross facts for you and you'll have things you want to hear about we will too Caustic Soda was recorded by Mike Leeson whilst being eaten by fire ants that are actually on fire. To comment on episodes, make donations, and for links, images, videos, and show notes, visit causticsodapodcast.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter, at Caustic Podcast. Email us at info at causticsodapodcast.com. I'm Eric Fell. Thanks for listening. The word origin of tortle ah, good comes start. from Pokemon. Uh-huh. Better baby love a shortening, shortening. Mama's little baby love a shortening bread. Put on the thing. Put on the thing. And the man is in the shortening bread. It does not say. It just says Midwest. It does. All right, fuck it. America. America. <clears throat>